It is very important to understand, and you must know, that the mind is associated with reason. Did you know that the mind begins to develop in little humans around two to four years old? This is when we start learning to rationalize and reason, like little sponges absorbing everything around us and working to fulfill our needs and make sense of it all. The nucleus of the mind is hope and functions around reasoning for our needs. Within the nucleus of hope, there is also high character. High character only works in collaboration with a healthy ego and is the fabrication of the mind need and the ego feeling to have a social perception of reputation, credibility, and significance. We will dive more into the ego in our next video. There are eight prime components to the mind that must be balanced within themselves. Let's take a look. The first one is the need of growth. The mind is designed to desire growth within ourselves and within this reality that we live in. When we attain physical growth, then we start accumulating growth within our space that was developed by our soul long before human incarnation. A future video on the soul travel will explain our soul space more in detail. Number two is the need of adoration. Everyone wants to be adored and receive attention from others. We need human touch, human connection, and human interaction. We are social beings. What is perceived as love in the mind is actually adoration. We need to be loved. We need to be adored, which is intertwined with emotional attachment. Emotional attachment is not to be confused with addiction. The third is the need of curiosity. It is healthy to be curious in many ways, but this must be balanced within the need of courage, which we'll talk more about in just a second. Be mindful, though, as too much curiosity can lead to foolishness. Sometimes it's best not to know certain things. Using our intuition here is very important. Number four is the need of certainty. The need of certainty is balanced with the need of uncertainty. As humans, we need certainty in our lives to know we can depend on a person, a situation, or an idea with certainty, knowing it would be a particular way. The next is the need of contribution. The need of contribution is balanced in the mind with the need of growth. When we contribute to others, society, etc., it expands our hearts in joy. Joy is not to be confused with happiness as this is our soul's comfort. The need of contribution is related with our soul element of generosity, which generates altruism, the unselfish regard for the well-being of others, or service to others. When we contribute to others' comfort and joy, we ourselves are filled with this joy. For the purpose of life is to live through experiences and situations where we will find joy, the ultimate purpose bringing joyful momentum to our galaxy and our universe. Act to the best of your ability in your highest joy in whatever form it comes in every moment that you can out of all the options available to you. Take it as far as you can take it until you can take it no further and continue to do that every chance you get with absolutely zero, zero, zero insistence, assumptions, or expectations as to what we desire the outcome to be. The next is the need of courage. 
The native courage is what is needed to get out of the emotional state of anxiety. We need courage to move from one thing to the next, especially when things are uncertain, which brings us to the last need of the mind, the need of uncertainty. The need of uncertainty can be super fun as many of us like to be surprised or unsure of what is next. It can be like an adrenaline rush, an unfamiliar future, like a great mystery. What's coming next? Anticipation is half the fun. Uncertainty is balanced with the need of certainty. As we discussed earlier, balancing these two needs in the mind will lead to a more equal distribution of certainty and uncertainty. If we have too much uncertainty in our life, we will suffer emotionally and will bring more stress into our boundaries, or auras, which can cause many issues in the physical body, like when you need a vacation from your vacation. There are eight prime components of the mind plus the nucleus hope. There are many subcomponents to each prime component. It is very important to balance all of these needs. They are paired up to balance each other. We can take a look at our own needs and identify areas that need more balance. This leads to a much healthier mind and a reasonable balance of our needs. On this graphic, notice that the colors that match are the mind needs that must be balanced between each other. Growth should be balanced with contribution. Uncertainty should be balanced with certainty. Curiosity should be balanced with courage. And significance should be balanced with adoration. Do not confuse needs with necessities as these are very different. Let's go through the basic vital necessities of our physical body. We need air, sleep, water, food to urinate and to excrete. So to recap, needs are just this and that while necessities are vital, life or death. The mind is a very powerful entity. The mind is the only entity that can travel. At night when we sleep, the mind travels while our physical body regenerates. When someone has had too much alcohol, the mind tends to leave the body in a way, or wants to leave the body, and is collaborating with the spirit. You always know when you're out of your mind when you're asleep, drunk, in a coma, or an imminent accident. You will know because the time will speed up or slow down. For example, when you're asleep, time speeds up. When you're drunk, time speeds up and nothing makes sense. Right before an accident is going to happen, the mind is replaced by the spirit. When you are in an in imminent accident, time slows down. Everything happens in slow motion. Some have called this the cave of Brahma. All of this is because of the spirit. It doesn't work on perceived linear time. The high character is also incorporated with the nucleus of hope and is the core of the eight personalities within the mind's needs. The high character and the ego's nucleus of virtue work together in harmony and balance. The feelings stem from the mind's need to feel adoration, curiosity, certainty, contribution, courage, uncertainty, and of course growth. This of course will expand with the mind's creation of the ego. The ego begins to form around 12 to 13 years old from the womb of the mind significance. One must have all personalities in balance as much as possible, 12.5% of each. 
These are to be used in different social environments to master the high character within its own ethical awareness. This should be done in, his, in a way as to not harm yourself or anyone in your proximity. By using these personalities in different social environments, we are experiencing different versions of ourselves that already exist within. By expressing our minds, we are being curious, contributing to society, we are looking for adoration and attention, as well as exploring all other components in order to experience as many possible outcomes to further our growth and expansion as a whole being. Of course, this can be changed as personalities can be altered. When we hang out with old friends, we may revert back to a personality that was used within that social structure. When we meet new people with different ideas than we do, we are more cautious with our personality. We must be able to read the room and feel how others may respond to us. For example, we have a different personality with those in a business setting than we would the, with those in a party setting. We have a different personality with our parents than we do with our friends. We have different personalities for different environmental situations. By five years old, the rationalization is making huge progress as little minds begin to reason. At times, their reasoning leaves us chuckling to ourselves. Guiding these little minds at this point is so very important. As parents, we are growing little humans into our future. Understanding the mind needs and how these personalities are developed will greatly help our children thrive in ways that we may have struggled. Being able to use the guide map of our souls, our inner being, to understand others, feel others, is very beneficial being able to integrate with others socially in the healthiest way possible. Our children will always teach us more than we can possibly imagine how to connect with others on a soul level as children are the closest thing to our source of being, the divine creator of our souls, pure souls of this immaculate harmonic love. We are all walking each other home.